Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Okay, welcome back into the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm Bill Alpstead, sitting down with Keith Myers, and we're doing free agency part two. Uh, we did the offensive looks in the uh, prior show. This show, we're going to focus on the defensive side of the ball. Um, free agency is interesting. I think that we saw on the offensive side, Keith, when we looked around at all the position groups and we tried to identify team needs and all that kind of stuff, it just didn't seem like things were were really aligned. I mean, there are some players, uh, but once you get past the first couple of um, uh, of players that are high ranked at their spots, it gets pretty lean. And mm-hmm. I think teams are either end up overpaying or they're just going to kind of ignore it and look to the draft. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, the one position that I thought had good depth was wide receiver, but it's such an amazing uh, group in the draft. I mean, this is one of the better wide receiver groups we've seen. And so you're not going to overpay for a vet um, in free agency when you can get a young player for significantly less yes. um, in the draft and you, and do so giving up very little draft capital because great players are going to be dropping into the third round. Um, and so, and like, that's the one position where I think there's good depth. So I think that overall, you're going to see just not a lot of uh, big contracts, not a lot of movement um, in free agency compared to normal. Now there might be some teams that are like, we're one piece away. Let's go get that one guy now and, and sign the, the, that one player. But overall it's not a, uh, not a great year to, um, especially the quarterbacks, man, if you need a quarterback this year, it is not going to be pretty. I mean, it just not, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can get as sold as you want to get a Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter or Kenny Pickett at all. All those players, those are fine players, but they're not franchise quarterbacks, no. at least not right now. Maybe one out of that list, you know, of the top four or five quarterbacks in the draft will turn out and and be like that that player that can take you to the Super Bowl. Other guys are great filler players, players that are going to be your you know top twenty quarterbacks, but not an impressive group overall. And you combine that with the free agent market, it's it's it points to a lot of teams that are going to be desperate and it points to a lot of teams that are going to be really mediocre this year that can't do anything about their quarterback position for another year and so mm-hmm. it is just going to be one of those one of those deals all right let's reset this conversation now to the defensive side of the ball and let's focus on uh the defensive interior lineman first keith and uh we saw in the at the combine that this is a really nice interior defensive line class coming up. But what does the free agent market look like for teams that kind of want to solve this before they get to the NFL draft? Well, there there are some players that are worth looking at um, and, and thinking about because you've got like Akeem Hicks. If you're a team that's, that's in win-now mode, I mean, he's 33. Um, and he's coming off a year in which he, you know, had some injuries and was banged up. But you're talking about a player who... 
um, is is an elite player when he's out there and can really really play. Um, and so you, you know if you can get him on a one year deal, go win now, go get that that um, guy. He's available. Um, yeah, got and he's other- not gonna he's not gonna kill the bank. I mean, he's gonna be you know a seven eight million dollar guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so you've got some guys like that, you know, a guy like, um, William Goldston, uh, from the Buccaneers is another name that you could think it, that would kind of fit in that same role. Um, Jerron Reed, who was with the chiefs last year. Um, and I Seattle before that is a guy that, that, um, rushes the passer well from the interior. And those guys are always coveted. He's only 30. Um, you know, and that's a guy that that's going to, to get some attention, uh, Vernon Butler from the Bills, uh, 28 years old, only played about 27% of the snaps last year, but he is a guy with a lot of um, athleticism and a lot of, um, you know, he's just wreaks havoc on teams. So he's worth keeping an eye on and, and a guy that would be worth signing for most teams because of his um, just ability to, to wreck offenses. Uh, there, I mean, that's, that's a pretty long, if you need an, yeah. a defensive tackle, that's a good group of guys that can come yeah. in and, and there's, start. Yeah. And there's, to me, um, there's more, there's less like pass rushing kind of defensive tackles in this list overall, as there is run stuffing types. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Fatu, Fatu out of the jets is a, is a run stuffer. BJ Hill, DJ Jones, Linville Joseph, Sebastian Joseph Day, um, Malik Collins, um, Tim Settle is a is a pass rushing guy. Sheldon Richardson is out there as a pass rushing guy. Daquan Jones is a nose tackle. Harrison Phillips is a run stuffer. Uh, Maurice Harris is a rotational kind of a run stuffer kind of a guy. Uh, Derek uh, Naughty. Uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs is kind of a run-stuffing guy. Bilal Nichols, again, another run uh, stopper. Um, so the, the the list is filled with guys that are going to be cheap, and um, you're going to be able to, if you need a, a run-stuffing kind of a guy, you're going to be able to find one in free agency um, and, and on the cheap. Um, there are some options, great options in the draft, but if you need a surefire thing this year right now, um, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find one this year. How about defensive ends or edge players, maybe strong side linebacker types, Keith? Yeah. So when you start looking at your, um, at your edge players, uh, you know, you, Vaughn Miller is available. Chandler Jones is available. Chandler uh, Jones. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, you know, both players are old, old, yeah. quote unquote, 32, 33 years old, but they're still going to offer you tremendous upside, like on short-term deals, like two, yeah. three year, two, three year deals, um, to have an immediate impact. Dante Fowler Jr., Hassan Reddick, which I can't believe he made it to the open market. That's just crazy. He's been a player that has floated around a little bit. You know, he started his career at the with the Arizona Cardinals. Wasn't a great scheme fit for them. In fact, they misplayed him, you know, for, for three years out of at the start of his career. Has been playing on one-year prove-it deals for a, a couple of years now and is age 28 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, is looking to get paid. I think he's a in the right scheme fit, like in a three four. He'd be a great strong side guy and a and a good pass rushing option for a team that's just that piece away. Yeah, um, and so you're guys like that, and um, Jadavian Clowney is a is a free agent again, um, and with a chance to 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 get paid. Emmanuel Agba is out mm-hmm. there. 
Um, Harold Landry is out there. Harold Landry. I thought that he was going to get franchised. I really did. I did too. I was kind of surprised that he didn't um, like that. That seems um, strange that he would hit the, um, the and Hassan Reddick and Harold Landry are kind of the same player. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Harold Landry's uh, upside. I mean, he's really kind of come into his own the last couple of years. Um, he's a, a versatile player. He can be on the field for you on all three downs. I like him. Yeah. Um, I mean, Justin Houston, rotational pass rusher, kind of a guy. Yeah. No, he's not the, he isn't the guy he once was. Um, but yeah, definitely a guy that can, uh, can come in and be a rotational pass rusher. Um, I mean, there, there's just, there's just a bunch of guys in this, um, in this free agent class that can help you fill out a roster and really yes. make it. So you've got a good depth at your pass rusher. If you're one of those teams trying to compete yes. right now. Yeah. And you, you know, and if you're a team that likes to solve these sorts of things before the draft, you can get one of these guys mm-hmm. and still draft a guy in, uh, but not have to reach um, when, when you get there. All right, let's go to linebacker. Yeah. So uh, obviously the the um, the premier name out there has to be Bobby Wagner. They recently released uh, um, Bobby Wagner. Let's talk uh, about this for a minute. So what were what were the Seahawks thinking here? I mean, they've the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's still oh, only yeah. thirty one years old. Keith, I like what's going on in Seattle. So, okay. So one, they're looking at rebuilding. And so there's that Two, He had a $20 million cap hit, um, this year, he was not playing on that contract. Um, from what I hear, they reached out to him about reworking the deal. He wasn't really all that interested in doing that. Um, and no one was going to trade for a guy who was, um, gonna, I mean, it's 20 million in Seattle. Cause there's some, yes. you know, uh, dead money there, but it would have been 17 million for anyone else. And so to trade for a linebacker making $17 million um, who doesn't want to rework his deal wasn't going to happen, especially when you realized the CX were not going to keep him and which meant that he was going to hit the open market. So if you wanted him, you could go um, negotiate with him without um, having to uh, start with that $17 million um price tag you know as a negotiating point and you didn't have to give up anything to get him so that's where how he ended up um hitting the open market it's just one of those things where his contract just dictated that he was not gonna play under it okay so let's talk real football here there has been hints that that he's been declining a little bit he has been. I mean, you if you watch him, you, you're going to see him in on every play and, and making a million tackles. But what you'll also see is this guy that used to have like just absolute elite speed for a linebacker now struggles to keep four, up with four plays. or five at, the, at his combine. Yeah, and played at least that fast. Um, and you like every 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 little bit of that speed showed up on tape early in his career. And now you see a guy that you see running backs get around the corner on because he's just not quick enough to get over there anymore. He's got a, he's got a knee that, that bothers him and he has to deal with that and he has treatment. So he'll miss um, a week in the middle of training camp every year. And, and he just, he's still an incredible leader. He's still a first ballot hall of famer. He's still a guy that's going to be make the pro bowl every year. He's going to be in the top three in tackles every year, but he isn't the, he doesn't have that elite speed he once had. Now he's been a middle linebacker his entire life. 
Um, is he a guy that you could move around a little bit to extend his career? I think so. If you're playing a, um, if you're in a four, three, I think you move him to the weak side linebacker spot. And I think you could, you are going to see him, um, you know, excel in that role and not have the demands of the middle linebacker spot placed on him. But at the same time, he's also the, uh, you know, he's that guy that knows everything he's been calling, uh, making the defensive, yeah, making the defensive adjustments in Seattle since he was a rookie, um, and back in, you know, 2012 and, and he, just a really smart player that way. So maybe you want him in the middle. Um, I actually think a good fit for him would be in a three, four defense where he can be an interior linebacker mm-hmm. instead of a middle linebacker, which I know is very similar, but it means you can put him next to a younger, faster player, um, on the interior of that, um, you know, that linebacker core and let him continue to, to be, you know, Bobby Wagner and not expect him to do everything physically that he once had to do. Another option uh, for those that are looking for kind of a middle linebacker scheme, diverse kind of guys is Alexander Johnson uh, mm-hmm. from the Denver Broncos. He's a guy that you're going to get for a little, maybe a little less money, uh, but still gives you the diversity and, um, he doesn't have near the, the production that Bobby Wagner has over, over time, but he's still a quality player. Devondre Campbell's out there um, as being a three-down linebacker as well. Um, from there, the, the list kind of gets a little uh, wishy-washy. Um, well, I would say Anthony Barr. Um, yeah. He's, from, from the Vikings. He's a good strong side guy. Yeah, he's a he's a guy who's uh, more of an up near the line of scrimmage than a, than a, a middle linebacker that's going to roll side you know, that kind of stuff, but he's a, a very physical player, very quick player, um, has been banged up the last couple of years, but when he's out there, he's been very good. Jordan Hicks from Arizona is another guy that, um, you know, he's 30, he's got, he, you know, I mean, he's, he's gonna, uh, he's a little older, but he's going to be a, a guy that can come in and, and, and play a big role for you. Um, you know, the Cowboys Vander Esch uh, is mm-hmm. 26 and a guy that, you know, is going to have that quick, some of that quickness that you might be looking for, um, but isn't necessarily like an elite player, um, but as a younger player, so you can uh, you know, have a guy that, you know, can be there for you for a while if you're going to spend some money on him. Sports fans, look at the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any NFL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I got um, a I got a question for you. Yeah. What do you uh, speaking of the, the the Seahawks earlier and um 
and Wagner. What do you think about KJ Wright? KJ Wright's still sitting out there. He's he went to the Vegas Raiders last year um, after nearly almost a training camp without a contract. Came in, mm-hmm. performed okay. Only had 442 snaps last year. Uh, dropped back a little bit, but still one of the smartest players around. Can diagnose a screen pass like nobody's business there's still a spot for him at 32 years old maybe oh there should be um especially when you look at what happened in las vegas last year when they um you know they went through so much stuff uh with gruden and then you know they had to cut a first round pick and just all this weirdness that happened in, in vegas and you're like wow how did they keep it together how did that team you know uh end up as a playoff team and really what it comes down to is uh, Derek Carr on the offensive side of the ball and K.J. Wright on the defensive side of the ball. Now, with Wright, it's not necessarily what he did on the field so much as what he did um, in the locker room. He is that leader, that guy that uh, rallied the troops and kept everyone focused and really challenged people to be their best and and helped that team weather the storm of all the stuff that happened. There is a spot for a guy like K.J. Wright in any locker room in, in the NFL. There really is, especially a guy that took a lesser role with the Raiders. Um, and right. yeah, so. Interesting. Wow. That's a decent group. That's a decent group. Let's it talk is. about safeties um, before we get to the cornerbacks. So this is a group too that has some some great talent here at the top of the list. Marcus Williams, Tyron, I think, is, is great. Tyron uh, Mathau is going to... Um, get a lot of attention um, just as a, one of those scheme diverse guys that can move all over. And when he was out uh, in Kansas city, it made a huge difference to that defense. I'm kind of surprised that he's still available and they haven't re-signed him. Yeah. Um, so there's that um, guys like you said, Marcus Williams from the saints. That's a great one. Yeah, um, I, Quan- I really like Marcus Williams. Yeah. Marcus may too. Yeah. Quandre Diggs with Seattle Quandre and Diggs and- is an undervalued guy. It was hit between him and um, or between the CX and then also previously with that when he was with Detroit, just a really good player. Um, Keanu Neal uh, from the Cowboys, 27 uh, years old and and a guy that that has a lot of range. Um, I think he's going to be, you know, he's one of those players that um, is going to have a lot of um, interest in him. Jabril Peppers mm-hmm. um, from the Giants didn't play that much last year because of some injuries. But he's 27 and just tremendous uh, upside. Xavier Woods from the Vikings, again, um, 27 years old. A lot of talent, a lot of production there. Um, just a, This is a good group. If you need a safety, this is not a bad year to need a safety. And depth. It's yeah. a great, great year for depth. Ronnie Harrison, uh, you mentioned Peppers, Deshaun Elliott, Terrell Edmonds. Uh, Xavier Woods has got some great experience with with the Vikings. Justin mm-hmm. Reed with the Houston uh, Texans is on a on a really difficult, um, challenging roster. There uh, did well. Kareem Jackson as well as a good uh, good player. Um, yeah, great list. Tracy Walker. I mean, we a lot of youth here and a lot of depth options. Yeah. I think this is one of the. Um, the position groups that's probably the strongest free agency actually yeah we didn't even mention devin mccourty because he's 35 and so therefore he's you know you're you're, he's old enough to get diminishing returns but this is a you know um this is one of the those guys that is 
uh, able to come in and be, you know, a captain, even though you're, you're just signing him because he's uh, been around the league forever, been a leader on a very good team, knows what it takes to win, all that kind of stuff. Um, teams could do much worse than bringing in a guy like Devin McCourty. And for those that were wishing and hoping that Jesse Bates would make it to free agency as, as a as a free safety guy mm-hmm. from the Cincinnati Bengals um, Super Bowl team, um, he was franchised. Yeah, um, and rightfully so. Honestly, yeah. no. Yeah, he's, he, the the franchise tag was invented for people like him. He's a guy that that team uh, can't afford to lose, and. He deserves to get paid as one of the best players at his position. And so it's a, it's a good fit. They won't, he can't leave, but he will get paid. So I think in the cornerback market, the um, there's probably five or six guys in the top 50 players overall. I think at least on my list, um, it starts with CJ Jackson, which I was surprised is made available um, with the new England Patriots uh, as a corner that could come in and be a a play in a man uh, cover scheme as well as, as a zone scheme. I think he's diverse, but he's a guy that's only 26 years old and he's going to get paid. Yeah, he is. He's definitely going to get paid. Um, there's going to be interest in uh, Kevin King uh, from the Packers, a guy who's bigger, longer. Um, he's going to fit certain zone schemes really well, mm-hmm. um, but he's also not a guy that's going to be thought of as a you know, universally like shut down corner on that one side. Um, type of guy, but he, there's going to be interest and there's a lot of value to be had um, there. DJ Reed, Shavarius Ward and uh, Charlton um, or Carlton uh, Davis, I think are three players that are under the age of 20, 27, 28 that are going to get a lot of looks in this, um, in -hmm. this free agent market, especially those that, that don't end up with CJ Jackson. They're going to, they're going to quickly come come up and I think Carlton Davis is going to be the next guy that the next press corner um, in man coverage that teams are going to look at at age 25. I, I really like him. Yeah, I would agree. Um, another guy that I, I, I see on here that I think will be um, he'll be quietly one of the better signings of the off season for some team. And that is Justin Coleman. Um, he's a slot corner. He's not a, an outside mm-hmm. guy, but he is super sticky in coverage. Just a guy that is, and he's a great tackler despite his size. Um, <coughs> and it's just a guy that, that he makes teams better because he can cover that nickel corner that usually is a quicker, faster guy gets open in space, you know, uh, and, you know, extends drives with third down catches and that kind of stuff. Uh, Justin Coleman is the type of type of cornerback uh, that can neutralize that kind of player. And there's just fewer of those than I think, uh, most people realize. Yeah. How about two players that are kind of polarizing on this list for me? Uh, Akella Witherspoon and Sidney Jones. What do you think of those two players in this market, both at, at the age of 26? So Akella Witherspoon um, is an interesting one because he looked good at times in San Francisco, looked bad at times in San Francisco. Um, and then was, but, but when he looked bad, he was hurt, went to Seattle, couldn't even make, um, the roster in Seattle, apparently refused to, uh, run the scheme as it was drawn up, um, ended up in, um, Pittsburgh where he played well. So just as a combination, you're like, okay, who is this guy? Yeah. Um, and I, I think someone's gonna, gonna look at, at 
the good and sign him to a deal that it because it's there and other do you think he gets more than a bad one, and, yeah do you think he gets more than one one year prove it deal he might because he looked pretty good when he got on the field and um, he was the 13th ranked he was the 13th ranked corner uh, according yeah. to pro football focus in 2021 which is crazy considering how they ran him out of town in seattle and seattle was desperate for yeah. cornerback help and and sure enough the, the other play i wanted to talk about is sydney jones came in um after after it was all said and done for witherspoon came in and, and played well in um about 730 snaps for the seahawks yeah so i mean sydney jones is not a special player we saw that um if you're watching seattle and in before that um in jacksonville he's a good player um not a special player and he got hurt a lot uh in his tenure in jacksonville but he stayed healthy in seattle came in really solidified what was a tremendously terrible secondary early in the season um his insertion into the lineup led to much better things for that that defense um i think there's a lot of value there for seattle i don't know if there's going to be a lot of value for other teams because they're going to look at what happened in jacksonville where he just was never available and they're just probably going to pass right you know it, it he doubled his he, he almost quadrupled not quadrupled but tripled his um snap count between mm-hmm. 2019 and 2021 um and played pretty decent i mean for seattle i wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if seattle tried to to retain him um just so they can have some continuity mm-hmm. with their defensive backs there because they're they're completely in rebuild mode yeah um nice. there's a couple other players that are interesting you know Kyle Fuller's an interesting name, only the age of 30, and uh, spent some Chicago in, as their slot corner guy. And then he moved uh, when he was with Denver to their number one corner uh, position and kind of struggled uh, a lot in 2021. And there's, um, you know, and, and now he's available again in, in the open market. Um, that would be a guy, if he could transition back into a slot cover corner i think would do well for him mm-hmm. and the team would probably end up getting um some good value for him um without having to spend a ton of money i was looking at um you know when I, just as far as interesting uh <clears throat> the both or two guys from the Bengals, eli apple and vernon hargraves are both they're both 27 years old and both free agents yes. um i mean that this and is they team- and they did not like them in cincinnati i mean no both the fans and the team, obviously, both are, are sitting out here in free agency. It is, it's interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, um, they're both guys that, they, I mean, they played and they were they were part of a Super Bowl defense, but they're um, not viewed as, uh, you know, key pieces to continuing um, that con- their, that window of them contending. And, and for another guy, another guy that's out there is Darius Phillips. Did you say Darius Phillips earlier? No, Darius Phillips is, is another corner that's out there that's kind of a slot corner for them that's that's available in free agency only age 25 as well so they're jettisoning all of their mm-hmm. starting corners uh, from a Super Bowl team which yep. which is pretty amazing to me but they did re-sign Jalen Davis um so there's okay. that um yeah, I guess you also look guys that played in the Super Bowl. Trey Flowers also played in the, in the Super Bowl for them and and played pretty well. He's also an unrestricted free agent. It's just it wow. is an it is a weird situation where you have a a team that went to a Super Bowl 
um, was fairly close to, you know, winning that Super Bowl um, until the very end and wants to continue contending, but yet pretty much every player but one from a, a key position group is sitting here on the open market. So it's worth watching. It'll be fun. Interesting. Wow. All right. That's it. I mean, kickers and punters, I have no idea. I, I'm not even, I didn't even look at them to be completely honest. Sorry. <laughs> I know there's some teams that need kickers and punters. Um, go, go find another show to tell you about kickers and punters. Cause I don't think we're going to have anything. You got anything? No, I was actually going to, going to make that same joke and you beat me to it. So, um, <laughs> long snapper, we can talk about long snappers. Oh, we should definitely talk about long snappers because okay, um, we just did. All right, that's a that's we we've reached it. We've now reached the end of our long snapper conversation. So yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. If is if you're if you're having a long snapper conversation, you've got bigger problems. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know the name of your long snapper <laughs> as a fan, it usually means that you need a new one. Um, and because the only reason that's why you true, know their right? name is when they're bad. And they, yeah. they screw things up. All right. Um, on the defensive side, Keith, did we leave anything out? Have we uncovered all of the stones and exposed all of the players? Or can we put this thing to bed? Is everyone ready for free agency? I, I mean, am ready for free agency. I'm ready for it, for it to, to get going. I want um, to start looking at, at some of these signings and how they fit together and you know how they're going to play on – um, you know, in terms of a scheme fit and all that, I'm, I'm ready for this. Let's, let's do it. Um, but I don't think we've left anything, uh, un, uncovered, uh, in terms of who's your favorite player overall, both either offense or defense, uh, in free agency. Oh man. Um, wow. He didn't give me any warning on that question. Uh, um, well, we talked about a lot. So. I would say Harold Landry. Yeah, is prob probably the guy. If I was going to go spend money on a guy this year, he'd be the guy that I would drop money on. I bet there are a lot of a lot of fans on a lot of teams that weren't expecting Bobby Wagner to be available that are now thinking that he would be a great signing for their team, both as a player and as a mentor for mm -hmm. a young defense that kind of came out of that those great seahawk defenses of long ago um that could really kind of help them um really yeah. turn a marginal unit into a great unit um so that would be interesting to me i really like uh bobby wagner is one of the best that's ever done it he's yeah. one of the best that's ever put on a helmet um and, and he's he's still only 31 i i still think we had this conversation uh right after that that deal happened um where we said that that he's got two or three years easy left in the tank i mean mm -hmm. yeah he's lost a step but he makes it up with his 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 brain agility i mean yeah. he's he's a very good diagnoser he can get to spots if he's got good the key for bobby at this point in his career is if he's got good protection up front You've got a solid interior defensive line that's going to be a that's going to take up blocks and leave him open lanes to diagnose and make plays. He's great at filling gaps and going sideline to sideline and all that stuff. He can still cover guys, um, you know, in the middle as long as he's got time to diagnose. If you're asking him to run through traffic at this point and um, and cover guys that are a little bit more athletic than him, 
um, at this point, he's he's probably not going to be. He's still going to be great. He's still Pro Bowl level, but All Pro level. He yeah. may have just moved down now from the All Pro level to the Pro Bowl level. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's a first ballot Hall of Famer um, when he does decide to hang him up, and um, he is he is not at his peak. He's not in his prime. But he, let's not let's not um, go out of your way and 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 overemphasize how much the decline is. This is a guy that's still an elite player. Yes, he's lost a step. Acknowledge that he's more than just his speed. There's a reason why he's been in the top three in tackles every year in his career, but one. Now I'll just say this too, and there's a reason for this. Um, we didn't talk a lot about Von Miller today, but I'll say at age 32 that Von Miller is still one of the most coveted players in free agency um, as a player that, that is a great, um, great at defending the run over like underrated at defending the run um, mm-hmm. and can still get to the pass rusher. And, you know, he had an injury a couple of years ago, but he's fully recovered from that. I think he showed with the Rams this year that he, um, he had a lot left in the tank. I think that it, there will be a team that's going to go out and pay him for you know at least a two or three year deal. I think that will shock people like the, the amount of money that he's got, like fifteen million type of yeah. A contract. If if nobody shocks, if nobody does do that, if nobody comes in with a fifteen million dollar a year or whatever, I'm actually expecting him to return to L.A. and and um, stay with the Rams because it's an opportunity with him and Floyd and Donald um, where they can just it just makes life so much easier yeah. on on them that they all they're all together and it's just such a good unit I, I could see him being like you know this is where i go and i get you know 10 more sacks each of the next two or three years yeah, yeah. and I'm i live in los angeles right yeah right um <clears throat> that what helps do, what do you think about chandler jones do you think do you hold chandler jones in the same light as far as the market value um last year he opened up the season with five sacks in the first game and then just completely down and then got injured he's a he's the name that's that's out there that people think that that you know if they're one player he's the guy so he's old he's older he's 34 and i think that with him you're looking at a guy that <clears throat> you know especially a guy that that is older and i guess maybe, maybe he's not he's only um 33 but um he, he's coming on on a year when he didn't he didn't perform up as well last year as he did in the previous years some people are gonna be like oh maybe he's on you know the downswing of his career a little bit he's a little older he got banged up Mm -hmm. um okay so don't ask him to come in and play um 90 of the snaps ask him to come in and play 60 and be a situational pass rusher and he's gonna go get you 15 sacks yes i agree with that that is exactly what you need to do with chandler jones now with that said does that dictate how much you're willing to pay him yeah, it does. And so it dictates are you going to pay? Time. Are you going to pay Chandler Jones twelve million a year to be a situational pass rusher? Mm-hmm. Well, it's more, he'll be more than a situational pass rusher, but um, a guy that that's coming off the field and 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 playing most you know sixty percent of the snaps instead of instead of ninety, um, ten twelve million a year is probably what he's going to get, uh, and, and he'll earn that the first year or two of his of that deal. And years three and four, you're going to be way overpaying him i, I think, think who's the who's the guy in seattle um similar role um dunlap 
Dunlap. So is he's is he he's better than Dunlap, but he, he is. would be being asked to do a similar role. And when Dunlap came over from Cincinnati, he was getting around ten million a year, I believe. Yeah, but then he was a free agent last year, didn't find a particularly good market, came back for, I believe, seven. So um, so he's going to get more than seven, but less than 12. Yeah, he'll be in that range. I think he'll be disappointed with that, but at the same time, like... Do you think he returns to Arizona because of that? Probably, um, just because you got to look at Arizona as a team that... I think he's more coveted than that. Do you think so? I do. I think he's like one of the top... He's the easy top 10 free agent regardless of position. Yeah. He, I mean, he might be, but he's also older and, and coming off a down year. I think if you, he is one of those guys that you could overpay for and you're paying for past production instead of future production. Interesting. So I think, I think he actually has more value in Arizona than to most other teams, whether they realize that or not. And I liked Arizona, you, liked you opening up with Harold as being one of your favorites because upside in the age. And yeah. and the play and the position is coveted, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised just, that he's not higher on one's list as far as being a player that could have serious impact. I think a team that gets Landry is going to be really happy. Yeah, I mean, I, to, honestly, I, I think he's going to be that guy that can come in and just be just a guy that you that adds to any team that he's on and just makes that defense significantly better um, because he is a guy that other teams have to game plan for. And if they're game planning around, you know, they're this edge player. Well then now they can't double team the guy that's coming up the middle or um, the guy on the other side uh, now has more free snaps where they're not double teamed and that kind of stuff. He's a guy that makes a difference because other teams have to account for him on every play. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, situation with him not being franchised. I I thought that Tennessee was going to franchise him. I I still think maybe Tennessee really wants to try to re-sign him. Um, oh, so I'm we'll, sure they we'll desperately see. want to re-sign him. I just don't yeah. know if you, you have an opportunity if they can afford to. <laughs> if, if you're a guy like that and you have the opportunity to hit the open market at 26 and just sit back and watch teams fight over how much they're going to pay you. Right. Um, you let them. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Might as well have some fun. Yeah. Yep. All right. I just Let's... hope he doesn't end up in LA because other Rams just do not need another guy. That's <laughs> that defense is already scary. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Let's get out of here. Free agency coming up on Wednesday. That'll be a fun, fun week ahead. And, and the speculation begins on Monday the legal tampering period begins in the NFL and basically all the deals are announced before they're officially signed. So mm-hmm. in essence, free agency starts on Monday. Um, anything else, Keith, we'll get out of here. No, let's get out of here. All right. Find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. I'm at Alfsted NFL. Find the show on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. Please subscribe and share with friends and family. Until next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.